Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of Vader's Basement. I'm Jared. I'm Liam. And today we're going to do another ranked episode for you guys. Yeah, so today's episode is going to be our top clone commanders ranked. Correct. Uh, the definition of commander may be stretched, but we'll talk about that. Yes, we're going to do a little bit different this time. Rather than having our list pre-prepared, we're actually going to talk through our list. So we'll be building it together and you'll get to see how we arrive at our top 10 clone commanders. Yeah, we're going to deliberate a little bit more. Yeah. So, um, hold on. On today's segment of For the <laughs> Republic, <laughs> we actually have some news. Um, Star Wars Mandalorian Season 3 is in March. It's being released in March now. So, again, all these series being seemingly pushed from where we originally thought they were or where the rumors were saying they were going to be. Again, just that trend of things getting pushed back a little bit further. Kind of makes me wonder if they were originally pushing back Mando or even maybe pushing back Ahsoka and mm. then they had everything else just kind of drag along with it. Right. Rain everything else back just so it didn't seem as bad, I guess. I don't know. I, no. It's that's tough to... I would rather have a longer gap, I think, in between and keep the dates that they originally set for some of this stuff. But. Right. I mean, for our perspective, it's nice uh, that at least we have a lot of content at one time, but kind of gets stacked up a little bit where we have a whole bunch of content and then nothing. And yeah. a whole bunch of content and then nothing. But it is what it is. Uh, just be aware of that. Again, Andor not coming out into this month in August, but coming out in September, on September 21st. So with that triple premiere, be on the lookout for that. Very excited. And yeah. one, oh, one thing I actually want to mention about that is that Andor is not being filmed in the traditional way that they've filmed the Star Wars series thus far, where they have the backdrop for whatever reason, it is escaping my brain what it's called right now. But that backdrop that actually is a screen, it's this huge, basically, projector that just has the screen up on it in the, in the background, and they're walking in front of it. So rather than having a green screen, it's there, but they're not on site. Andor's being filmed on site. So it's a little bit more expensive than the mm -hmm. other ones, and maybe why it took longer to film or get ready, because, as it turns out, they needed to be on site to do these things. But that's why some of the shots I think we're seeing in the trailer look so beautiful. Like that shot of what I believe to be young Andor standing in front of a quarry looks absolutely gorgeous. Getting that realism is just that much better. Yeah. That's exciting. We had a uh, we had a review released by someone who watched the first few episodes. Um, I believe they watched the first four episodes. And so this won't contain any spoilers. But he basically said... He really enjoyed the episodes. He said the first three were definitely meant to be watched together. Uh, they were part of an arc. And he said that they dwelled less on Andor and more on the story building. So I think mm -hmm. what we're going to see is kind of Andor less important in the very beginning and more important and more interesting as time goes on. Right. This person also said that he thought it was going to be divisive for some people. So he didn't really expand upon that, but... He said it didn't feel exactly like Star Wars. It felt like a British spy thriller, is what he said. So we know that the um, directors of this are the same directors who did the show The Americans, which was a spy thriller. So we'll see how that comes into yeah. play. But I, I think overall the review is very positive. So we'll see how Star Wars fans take it. I think the Star Wars fandom can be pretty divided on some stuff. But I think most people can say as long as we're getting good creative content that drives the bigger Star Wars narrative. Yep, absolutely. People are going to be happy with it. So, yeah. um, And great to see characters that have nothing to do with, like, the Skywalkers being yeah. uh, in the forefront. So this is very exciting. Same reason that Rogue One really broke out and did really, really well. That concludes the segment. So now Liam can start us off in into <laughs> the actual yes. meat of the episode. Yeah. So today we're going to be discussing of these 15 clone commanders yes. that we wrote down, uh, which ones are our favorites. So first, we do have one disqualification from the list because he sucks. <laughs> and that yes. is so one of these people is definitely not it is a he's a dishonorable mention yeah, a dishonorable mention exactly um, so bad that we needed to mention how far down he was on the list the bottom the very bottom below the bottom uh, he maybe below punk crap can't even he's not even on the, the list <laughs> yeah. uh yeah below punk i don't know that's that's Stop. close Stop. it's close but see punk crap was just evil fox was just stupid pretty bad 
Yeah, true. And he was just as smart as everybody else. Yeah. All the other clones. Uh, yeah. But I, he got the dumb genes, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I guess so. Of course, Hunt so, yeah, really so, does that So you. that would be Commander Fox. Yeah. Commander Fox is our least favorite commander. He sucks. He's terrible. Spoiler alert for the Clone Wars. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. Uh, we talked about this in one of our previous episodes, going over our top Clone Wars episodes ranked. Right. Commander Fox is uh, the, the clone who kills fives which is a very tragic scene it is a very tragic very scene. emotional and uh we, we don't forgive him um, no <laughs> fox was actually he did have a really cool introduction for those who yes. aren't aware because i i think we've only talked about it briefly but jared and i are uh big fans and collectors of lego sets fox was actually in one of the first lego sets and the first clone wars lego set that i got Mine too. Yeah, Spider Droid. Yep. So we both. That was uh, the first. The first set we got from the Clone Wars. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. The same set. Look at that. That is interesting. So Fox was introduced as a pretty cool character. Introduced in the Clone Wars movie. We got some pretty cool uh, interactions with him throughout the episodes, and then everything just got thrown out the window with his uh, brutal, unnecessary assassination of Fox. <laughs> so. Luckily for Tell me how you really feel. Luckily for us, he met a swift end when uh, Darth Vader kills him. Yes. In the comics. Well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, Darth Vader remembers how uh, Fox was treated. I don't think Anakin ever forgave Fox. I don't and think so. Despite it being for an unrelated reason, I, I think that was probably a factor too. He was like, he was like, oh yeah, and you did that thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, just in case you Bonus thought points. I was going to give you any mercy. Uh, no. <laughs> Shout and, out to my boy Fox. Yeah, exactly. Force push. Anyway, um, yep. Yes. So, Vader's very loyal to his troops, and I think we see that represented by him killing Fox necessarily. Necessarily. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, took him long enough. Uh, yeah, so. Anyway, so now that that's out of the way. <laughs> yes, sir. As Liam kind of touched on, there will be some debate on what constitutes a commander, right? We're not going to do all clones because all clones. It, it gets complicated, and and you have the particular arc that we that we really love of Domino Squad, where you have Heavy, Echo, Fives, three great clones. They would be in the top ten right there. I can tell you right now. And yep. and and so you have the commanders as well, and they would wind up in this top ten list anyway. And so it, I think particularly my top two, I don't, I in my in my head won't change, but yeah, we'll see. But we won't. We will just focus on the. Technical commanders. Yes, technical commanders. So even though I would really like to talk about Captain Keeley, who's a captain, we're not going to talk about him. Right. Except for just now. So let me... I wanted to talk about him. <laughs> yeah, look at that. You but just so going forward... Do you want to talk about what constitutes a commander? Well, I think rank and status. I think, right. you know, and, and it's important that we mention clone commander because technically Ahsoka Tano is a commander. Correct. Yes. But she we're going to be count. talking about the clones. We are going to be talking about the clones and... Basically, the reason that Ahsoka is a commander is and is the same reason that Rex is a captain. Now we are counting Rex, and and I'm using Rex counted on a technicality, right? Where I think Liam would would have liked to expand the list maybe a little bit to captains initially right. when we talked about this. Well, and and I would have liked to expand it to captains because of Captain Rex. You can't yeah. have a top clone commander rank without Rex. However, but, but but in and this just you know I, I once again. Spoiler warnings just all through this thing. Yeah. It's going to be complete spoiler warning and complete. I think for, for a lot of the Clone Wars, oh, as yeah, we mentioned through high points of all these cool characters, it'll it'll go through season seven. So yeah, yeah so General that's what I'm going to say right now. Yeah, yeah. Captain Rex actually becomes a commander in the last arc of season seven. So Correct. there he is. So he is technically Commander yeah. Rex, despite no one calling him that. Well, and and they do it because. They are trying to go to Mandalore on a mission with Ahsoka. Right. And Ahsoka can't come along because she's lost her rank as commander. She's no longer a Jedi. And Anakin promotes Rex to commander so that he can lead a special unit right. to go to Mandalore. Correct. And so that's the workaround yes. they do is Ahsoka's no longer commander because she's not a Jedi or part of the Jedi Order anymore. Rip. But in order to allow her to go on the mission with Rex... Anakin promotes him, so he's technically a commander. Therefore, he's on the list. In addition, Jared also... Jared yes. argued for him, so we'll let him have it. 
Maybe. I, I have sound logic. I don't know. I, I think we'll... So we'll, let's start off with this. Let's start off with this talking point. Okay. Because let's yes, decide yeah. if he's on our list. He is on the list. Okay. What he is. Let's decide. Um, clone Arc Trooper Jesse. Right. So Jesse is not called a commander... Correct. ...in the Clone Wars. But uh, Jesse does strip Rex of rank and status during the last episode... Because of his failure to execute Order 66 upon Commander Tano. Excuse me. Uh, Citizen Tano. Citizen Tano. <laughs> there it is. So, Thanks, Mace, Jared's you? argument is because Jesse is able to relieve Rex of duty, he is therefore, I guess, next in line to be yeah, commander. Yeah, he's promoted to commander. He is giving all the orders. He's giving all of the orders. But he could give all the orders as a captain. Or I as think a lieutenant. Be, I think he becomes like, commander. Because de facto, you move up. So... Yes. Did he did he get his official promotion to commander? No, because his, the ship he was on was Darth Mauled. So, <laughs> um, rest but, in peace, all those clones who yeah, Ahsoka I, didn't want to kill. So instead, she just released them. Darth Maul yeah, on them. I don't want to kill them, but he does. So. That was an oversight. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a loophole. We're like, uh, yeah. um, they'll distract. He will distract them. Uh, I think he'll do more than that, Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah. How? Uh, so my my argument is. He relieves him of command and then becomes acting commander yeah. of the detachment. I'll allow it as, as acting, acting commander. commander. I and don't. You had you had pointed out previously that you thought that then Rex would have been commander over Pong Krell. However, Rex was still acting as in the captain capacity of the five hundred first, and the uh, Pong Krell was the general. So he relieved him of his general duties, but clones cannot be generals. They cannot be the generals. The only Jedi ge- could be generals, right? Or Jedi right. or, or yeah, specially no, appointed commander. So, yeah. Whereas he did relieve him of command, he could actually not occupy his position. I'll allow it on the list of oh. potentials. But that means we have 13. Yes. So we have to saw off three, so which I can three. do. So, which, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Wait, did that 13 so. include Fox? That's one that, no. Oh, you're right. It did. So we have 12. <laughs> we have 12. I can saw off two. Easy. Sold off one already. All right. So, so we talked about Jesse. Let's talk about the next one on the list. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Commander Gregor. Mm. Commander Gregor is a clone commando who we see in, I think it's season four, season five of the Clone Wars. And he is in, in, this is one of the, uh, this is one of Dave Filoni's. Or George, George Lucas's, Lucas's favorite yes. arcs. Yeah. yeah, it's one of George Lucas's favorite favorite arcs. Don't understand why because it was kind of <laughs> weird and kind of sucked. But it introduced us to gives you a little bit of insight into George Lucas's brain. But it introduced us to Clone Commander Gregor, yeah. who was a clone commando. He was part of a battalion who was involved in a very gruesome and very loss heavy battle. And he was one of the only survivors. I'm pretty sure it's it's recorded as the greatest defeat of the Republic. Yeah. The Battle of Sarish is one of the more devastating wars for the Repu- or battles for the Republic during the Clone Wars. And Gregor is involved in a shuttle crash and he loses his memory. On yes. This, on this planet yep. of Abafar. Yep. So Gregor loses his memory. The arc of the episode is him basically getting his memory back. Uh, finding his armor and working with these this squad of droids to get them off the planet to save the Republic. Let's be honest. Working with R2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, so anyway, so the episode arc is important. Uh, Commander Gregor is also seen, spoiler alert, for Rebels and for Bad Batch here. So uh, Gregor is seen being rescued from Mount Tantus in the Bad Batch. And additionally, we see him in Star Wars Rebels abandoned on a planet with... Rex and Wolf. Um, so self-exile, I might add. Yes, self-exiled. Yes, on, on that planet. They're they're away from the Empire trying to live their own lives. So so Gregor, he's a very cool clone. He starts to go a little bit crazy. A little bit. We is see an understatement. <laughs> he starts to go a little bit crazy. So we see him a little bit in Bad Batch, start to have a couple, you know, in, in Bad Batch, he's a little crazy. Yes. In Rebels, he's bonkers <laughs> <laughs> but exactly. i think the important question is do we like jesse more than we like gregor yes i think yes yeah. i think gregor is very cool i think gregor has a lot to bring to the table uh, but i think overall the contributions of jesse are greater than the contributions of gregor 
and I think that the scene in episode, excuse me, the scene in season seven, episode 12, is sad, mostly because Jesse is, he's succumbed to, not the dark side, but <laughs> the inhibitorship. <laughs> like, he, he, he succumbed to the programming in his brain. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, he can't, he can do nothing about so we'll take so we'll take Jesse over Greg, and we're getting more of that whole you're kind of trapped in your body while you watch yourself do things you hate to do. Yeah, sort of thing. Yep, that's yep. terrible. He had to like basically be trapped in his body and watch himself shoot at his best friends. Yeah, it's yep. terrible. Yep, it's sad. And so, and uh, an even sadder scene that um, we see when his helmet is lined up with the rest of the clone troopers no. on the planet surface. No. It's very sad. Yes. So um, next, yes, we have. Commander Pons. Commander Pons. Who is, I think, the first clone commander... No, second clone commander we see kick the bucket in the show. I think you might be right. Followed by Keeley. Or by Keeley being first. Captain Keeley. Captain Keeley. So what you're saying is Captain Keeley's a commander. No, I, I guess... I guess. We, well, <laughs> de facto commander, maybe, because everyone else was dead. dead. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe, but we don't know nah. about that. So, so Pons. So Pons is Mace Windu's commander... Correct. And he's, honestly, my memory of Commander Pons is, he's kind of like Mace Windu, right? We oftentimes see that the clone commanders reflect the general for whom they serve because those generals will, and the ones we see particularly, pour a lot of themselves into their clone commanders and they're the people they talk to. And as clones, they're not around many people other than clones and then the Jedi generals they're exposed to. So you would see how maybe their personality would pick up traits from the other people they're around. So this does not apply to clones who serve under General Krell. They just die. They just die. There's no extra time involved there. Um, well, Krell dies. So... <laughs> maybe they did learn something. You're right. Or um, he learned something from them? Oh, don't tell him that. <laughs> you can't. So... Pons is because he's like a, dead. Is Pons is <laughs> Pons is a straight laced guy. Yep, and he's a by the book commander. We see him on the Battle of Ryloth arc is where I really remember seeing him most. He unfortunately kicks the bucket when Boba Fett's plan goes not to Boba Fett's plan's desire. Boba Fett wants to get back at Mace Windu. If I'm remembering the episode correctly. Boba Fett is trying to kill Mace Windu for, you know, to avenge his father. Noble, I guess. <laughs> but uh, he believes that Mace Windu is on the Venator, the, star sh- uh, the starship, the Republic, right? But he is actually not there when the trap is sprung. And the ship ends up going down, and the bounty hunter Cadre, who's helping Boba Fett try and get his revenge, takes a few prisoner, and they take, they take the Admiral, uh, the Captain the like a comms officer and commander Pons, and they do this you know ransom call to try and call mace windu out to come and face boba fett alone uh which is a terrible idea because mace windu would make short work of them and in this they have a clone recite off his number and ct blah 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 and aura singh pulls out a gun and shoots him and well, I think Boba Fett hesitates to shoot. Right. You're because right. he says he's going to shoot him, and he, and he doesn't oh, do this it. This looks just and... like my dad. Right. This is, what we're <laughs> mad, this is what we're mad about, right? And then Aura Singh is like, oh, come on, Boba, give me that. I'll do it. And then shoots him. Right. You're right. Exactly. And so Pons dies, and, and we see... We don't actually see that happen. We see uh, Mace Windu's face, and the hollow transmission cuts off, and he looks away. He's like, oh... That was Pons. And you're like, wow, what a terrible way for that clone commander to yeah. go. Executed. Yeah. Pons was cool, too. We've saw, we've seen him in, um, was it Storm Over Ryloth? No. Liberty. Liberty on Ryloth. In season one. Correct. It was the last episode. No, the second to last episode. Right. The last He's episode in the last- Hostage Crisis. Right, you're right. So the second to last episode of season one, we see Pons. Uh, Mace Windu is on... Um, Ryloth trying to help the Freedom Fighters and Commander Pons is seen there. He's the commander of Lightning Squadron. Um, they're basically the squadron that takes the ATRTs and does like advanced uh, reconnaissance for the unit. This is early on, so I don't remember if they had ARF troopers yet. Advanced they did, yeah. Force. Okay. They were there. Yep. Uh, but Commander Pons is involved in that too. So Commander Pons is really cool. Really cool character. Yep. Compare him with a similar character, Commander Nio. So we don't mm. see a lot of Commander Nio in the Clone Wars. We do 
<laughs> and I had to look this up because I didn't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah. I was trying to remember where we saw him because I knew we've seen him, but I couldn't remember where. He is the one who leads the droid named Wack, who is part of that episode series with Gregor. No. Yes. No. Yes. That series with Gregor, it's I all about do the droids. This now. Yes. And <laughs> Colonel Meeber Gascon. <laughs> and he brings the dumb it's your pit droid. Animal. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. It's not my spirit animal. No. <laughs> um, Wack is a pit droid, and Commander Nio brings Wack to the meeting that they're late for. It's a whole it's a waste of the character. It is really waste. cool. They threw him in there. They yeah. threw him in there. It is a cool cameo to yeah. see him, but it's uh, it's kind of like really this is where we get him. So yeah. he was there and I think he was in one other small like scene where we just barely see him and then we right. don't, you know. So more famously, he's in episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Yes. And infamously. More infamously. I would say not more famously. Whatever. More infamously. <laughs> yes. Uh, morally famous. Morally. Morally. Not morally. M-O-R-E-L-Y. Morally famous. Everyone hated that. I'm not cutting it either. <laughs> Don't cut it. Morally <laughs> famous. He's in Revenge of the Sith, and he assassinates, I believe it's Stasa Lee, on speeder bikes. They're chasing... Not the worst, not the worst Jedi death. No, right? It's not, so we're not really, him. you're not really familiar with this Jedi, so it's kind of just another one of the Order sixty six montage deaths. But he's on speeder bikes right. and he gets behind and shoots her down, and so that's where we see him. Um, yeah. I think I would say I like Pons more than Nio. I would say that too. I, I think that Nio is really cool. He looks really dope. He Look does. him up if you if you don't know, but. Um, Always cool to see different armor. Yeah, and he's yeah. got different armor. But so. I think I think Pons is just cooler in what we see of him and doesn't assassinate a Jedi. So you know, I always like when a clone doesn't have to commit Order sixty six. Yeah. <laughs> now so. I would say that I like Gregor better than both of these folks. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. Then, that's fair. Then um, so next we have Oddball. So Oddball is a different... He's an oddball on this list, as it were, because <laughs> he is actually a clone commander, but he is a clone commander pilot. Correct. And so he leads a squad... Gold Squadron, right? He's on... Um, I think so. Yeah, because Hawk... I think he's there at one Hawk point. Is, Hawk is there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hawk is on Blue Squadron. Was on Blue Squadron. Well, yes. <laughs> um, so Oddball, we, we see him primarily in some of the first episodes. Yep. Uh, the Malevolence story arc, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Oddball is a pilot, he's commander for Gold Squadron, which is Anakin's squadron. Anakin's also flying in this wing. And we see him in this really cool arc where they fly Y-wings, Y-wing bombers. They take a shortcut to cut off the Malevolence to come and hit it and try to, well, they're trying to kill General Grievous. They're going to bomb the bridge. They think they can do that, but then they, they lose a number of bombers and they end up having to pivot and go for the EMP and it's kind of a story arc. It's a growth in Anakin's character. It's a great episode arc. Really yeah. early on in, in the series as well. And we, we see him in a number of battles. Right? This is we, two, two, three, four. Episodes two, three, and yeah, four of, yep, of, of, of season the, one. Of season one. So we see him in another battles here and there. Great character. Always I'm, has funny lines. I'm pretty sure he's also the one who picks them up in the gunship in the traitor episode. Yes, he is. On Christophsis. He does pick them up. You're correct. So, so there, this is the episode where they're yeah. caught in the building and Anakin and Obi-Wan are trying to uh, devise a plan to uh, defeat the droid army on Christophsis, which is the crystal world with the really tall buildings. If you've watched the Clone Wars movie, right. that's where we start. And and so some of the episodes, the order of the Clone Wars episodes, the way they're released, are a little bit different from the timeline. Um, so it's it's a little bit weird that way. But Oddball, they basically the, the, the clones, Anakin, Obi-Wan, get trapped. And Oddball comes, picks him up in a gunship. We see Oddball a lot throughout the Clone Wars. Um, I actually didn't know he was a commander. Doing research no, for didn't. this episode, um, it came up that he was a commander. So I was really glad that we were able to include him on this list. I really like him a lot. He, he's cool. He's kind of the like, 
you don't see him a whole ton except for when they really need help and then they're like hey oddball yeah. can you do this and he's like a day he's like, like oh yeah sure yeah. i got you or sure, yeah. oh, oddball nice shot you know so it's it's cool to be able to see him come in and, and save the day a lot we don't really see a lot of oddball failures oddball being different is fun um but i i like i said he's like a deus ex machina in the show so uh, great character always has fun lines and is always cutting up and in particularly in those malevolence arcs we see him interact a lot with his fellow pilots so that's fun yeah. so the next on the list we have commander colt uh commander colt is first seen in uh season three early on i think it's the first episode of season three in clone cadets yeah where the whole thing the clone cadets are trying to do they they talk about oh we want to be arc troopers we want to be arc troopers and you know, obviously, they become plain, fresh clones that Shinies. have no status whatsoever. They're fresh new cadets that get sent to a random outpost on a deserted moon. But ARC Trooper uh, Colt is part of Rancor Battalion. Um, he's one of the clone commanders that the bounty hunters who are training the clone cadets introduce him to. He says, this is Commander Colt. And there's a couple other commanders. I think Havoc and the different... I don't know. They're, I don't think they're... They're part of his battalion. But Commander Colt is the leader of Rancor Battalion. And like I said, he's an ARC trooper. This means um, he's he's got more training. He's superior in his strategy and in his physical abilities. So um, Colt is really cool. We don't see a lot of him in action. And um, I would say Oddball. I would say Oddball, too. I would say Oddball yeah. over Cole. I think Commander Cole is really cool. I think, you know, we see him in the next episode in Season 3 where they have to defend Kamino, and he has a good he has a good battle, but, like, you know, I, I think Oddball overall is cooler. So I would take Oddball over Cole. I would not take Oddball over... I would take Oddball over Pons and Neo. Let's do that when we get to the end. <laughs> I think we're going to have to sort this all out when we get to the <laughs> this end. This is a mess. But... Fair enough. So the next commander is, or uh, I tried to do a bracket on this, but I made a terrible bracket. Yeah, I did you not just work made it more confusing. CAA. It's okay. I made it worse. It's okay. Our number 12 seed is our against our 11 seed. Yeah. <laughs> and our 10 and our 9 and our 8 and our 7. And I don't even know if these are the seed placements. It's just... Catch, yeah, catch Liam out here already saying who's at the bottom and who's at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't rank these beforehand. It's yeah, true. Right. It's true. Yeah, um, so... Um, the next, so the next clone commander we have, yeah. I'm just going to go and jump into it, is Commander Bly. Now, Commander Bly is really cool. We're starting in, uh, I mean, Jesse was great. Love Jesse. This is a commander commander. Right? Jesse's on a, in on a technicality, but yeah. Bly is one of those commanders that I actually really like, who didn't actually get a lot out of the first time we really see him. Right. Um, we see him through one really good arc in the Clone Wars, and yeah. that's kind of kind of it. Yeah. Um, we, see, we see him... In episode three, executing Order sixty six, and Correct. absolutely just devastating Ayla Sakura. Yes, we do see him morally famous. Yeah. <laughs> in episode horrible. three, horrible, hate it. But it is very sad. Um, yeah. However, he doesn't care. They just go out. They, they just, just let go loose. Out. They no just hit there. her a couple times, and then they just keep shooting. Well, she's a twilight. So yikes. <laughs> uh, but no. yeah, but so, he is in episode three. In the Clone Wars arc, though, yes. we really see him grow, and we see him, it's, it's, we kind of have a few characters around, it's Bly, Rex, mm -hmm. Captain Rex, right, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Ayla Sakura, and it is right. a great arc where we see the, the Lermen, uh, as they are called, uh, are like a lemur people that roll. Um, very interesting, but they're they very, do they're, roll. They're pacifists. They stay out of everything, and then you kind of see them where they're threatened and they are brought into the conflict. Very interesting concept, but we also see an interesting weapon there that the separatists employ. They use the 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 world to test their new secret weapon. It doesn't harm droids, which is very beneficial to them. And that whole arc where th it's it's literally those five, yeah. a shield generator, and then a few Urmen defending against Urmen. a separatist. Not fleet, but landing craft, little yeah. base, forward base, forward operating yeah, base. Yeah, they, they got a pretty sizable army. Yeah, and and this secret weapon, right? Yeah. Um, and through that, we see Bly, really cool character. He's got the cool Binox. He's part of uh, the, the battalion's special name. So we have the 501st, right? We have the 212th. A lot of the battalions are named by their number. The 327th is Bly's legion, 
his legion is called the 327th Star Corps. So it's Star Corps Battalion. Um, just like we got Rancor Battalion. So I always like to mention when there's a name behind it, it it's pretty cool. So yeah, um, absolutely. He's the commander Star Corps. We see him a little bit in Clone Wars. We see him a little bit in Episode 3. Cool character. Now, going up against in this weird bracket that I have yes. is Commander Gree. Yes. Now... This is why this is sad, because these are both great commanders, and this is why this bracket I made is sucky. Um, commander Gree, leader of the Green Battalion, is interesting, although his mohawk sucks. His... Also known as the 242nd. 242nd. His mohawk yeah, is his very Yeah, his mohawk weird. is like split. It's yeah, like it's two... A, it's, it's, it's a double. It it's does not it. look good on him. It it's, does not it, look... Would, would that be... So like mohawk is like monohawk? Would yeah, it be like... A diehawk? A, a dohawk? <laughs> a dohawk. Yeah, basically. And it's red. He dyed it red, too. Yeah. It's a weird, it's weird look on him. Honestly, for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Blyatus. No. Um, Commander Gree, uh, Cloak of Darkness. One of my... I love that episode. Yeah. Uh, the Clone Wars. And great arc where we see a Senate Commando turn bad. <laughs> Spoiler. And um, yep. escape. But we see Gree in action and... Yep. He stands his own. Yep. He stands his own. He, yep. he, he gets kind of... He gets beat yep. by... Deception. I think the only character in all of Star Wars to ever be immobilized by uh, Newt Gunray. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's maybe tough. not holding that's, his own. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude has um, twiggy arms. He's well, right, and so he is like we said, leader of the two forty second. I believe he's paired with Luminara. Correct. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. What a um, terrible. Ugh. But. We don't see him with Luminara in Revenge of the Sith. We, we do. see him with... Well, we She's do. There. But we don't see him solely with Luminara. Which raises the question, why did Yoda actually have to go? Well, because of his relationship with the Wookiees. I, 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 I wouldn't want Luminara to show up either. By, wait, <laughs> but by Yoda's relationship to, with the Wookiees, do we mean his emotional bond with the Wookiees? Anakin was justified. <laughs> Anakin was justified. Order 66. Ah! <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Yoda cuts off Gree's head. Yes. Yeah, Yoda kind of ends Gree. Uh, that's... No, not, not merciful. The big nope right Ahsoka, there. Ahsoka, all the clones commit Order 66, and she's like, no, they're our friends, we have to try and save them, and Yoda's like, he doesn't care. Screaming frog. Full screaming frog at that moment. But yeah, so Gree doesn't make it. This is actually a tough one to decide which one of these two, because on my, in my figurative list that I have in my head... Yeah. I would actually put these two right next to one another anyway, probably. Yeah. yeah. And so this is difficult. I think for me, I think Bly ekes it out. And I the hair, say that <laughs> solely because of the hair. No, I say that because I feel like we got a little bit more of a personality on Bly. I think, you yeah. know, the Clone Wars had some good stuff with Gree, but I, I just liked Bly's character development in the episodes from season one. I think it's season one. It is season one. That we see with... Yeah. Anakin and Ahsoka and Rex and Bly and Aayla Secura. I, I think it's a it's a cool dynamic um, and I always like when we have the little story arcs where clones kind of get a little bit yeah. more development. Grey had true. some of that it, you know don't get me wrong like he had character development but I just I think it's it's tough to get beat by Newt Gunray. That doesn't help. <laughs> no. The haircut doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, you it's know true. so it's it's very close. It's razor thin. I agree so, is a great commander. He has his moments, like, and he looked really dope in the armor from yeah, episode three. That's what I was about to say. That armor is dope. And we no. never do see him, right? To my knowledge, in Clone Wars, in his episode three armor, which was a big Correct. downfall. It's very sad. Yeah, that would have been that really cool. Dope. It's kind of chrome and green. It's very cool. I will say that Gree had the wherewithal to wear green and white armor in, onto Geonosis, which is a pretty, you know, <laughs> Desert planet, a red planet. I'm going to wear green and white. Yes, I blend in. Yeah. Um, which Yikes. is interesting, right? Yeah. Cody wore his normal armor, but his normal armor is orange and white. So, like, he Rex is a little blue bit. and white. Rex is blue Rex and white. Rex just went Rex and, yeah, all out. That's, uh, there were clones who wore just plain white armor. There were. Too. <laughs> like, yeah. The there, first well, time that didn't work so well. And then they died. And then they died. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think, for me... I'm going to agree with you. Uh, yeah. I'm going to agree with you. I think Bly, Bly ekes it out, but I think we have to follow Bly up with Gray right behind. Uh, yes, I, I, for sure. And I think Jesse, for me, again, goes above both of these, just to uh, be clear where I stand. Against Bly and Gray. And Gray. We'll talk I, it out. <laughs> I think 
my my other big credit to Bly real quick is that he had to go to Felucia and that was like the worst planet that, to go on period the Ackleys oh my gosh those who don't know the Ackleys are the creatures from well Felucia uh, we see them in episode 2 Attack of the Clones yeah. in the arena it's the big like spider praying mantis. slash praying mantis yeah, yeah like creature <laughs> That's staying in. (laughs) (laughs) It's right in the middle of your sentence. It's got to. It's the creature that attacks Anakin. Nope, just kidding. It's a creature that attacks Obi-Wan. That goes, like what? (laughs) That's a Wookiee. That's a Wookiee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so very aggressive. There are also jungle rancors on Felucia. Yes. Uh, If you don't know what a rancor is, go watch episode six, and it's the thing that Luke fights in Jabba's palace. Except the jungle versions are actually bigger. Bigger and more aggressive. Also, neon purple. Yeah. The Force Unleashed is correct. uh, Then they are in an episode of Clone Wars. We see them in the episode where there's a group of people who are native to the planet that are trained. They're farmers, and Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka train them to fight off pirates. And in that episode, we see jungle rancors, and they are scary. So, yeah, I, Bly going to Felucia and having to deal with not just the Separatists, but also the Rancors and the Accolades. The women and the children, too. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, scary stuff. Yes, indeed. So, all right. So, you want to take this next one? Yeah, I'll take the next one. So, the next character is actually the last clone commander we've, the newest clone commander we've got. We've been introduced to, yeah. We, we've been introduced to in the Bad Batch. So this has a little spoiler for that as well. Yeah. And by little, I mean potentially major. Commander Hauser. Really cool commander. Really cool. He wears teal into battle. So you know he's hard. Because... <laughs> <laughs> you know he rolls hard. He wears teal. <laughs> yeah, he wears teal. Cool, you don't wear hard. teal into a combat zone unless you just want to die. He's like, hey, battle droids, over here. I'm, yeah, I'm I right am, here. I, I am right here. So... Uh, Commander Hauser is this uh, clone commander we see who's presiding over planetary defenses of Ryloth after it has been liberated from Separatist rule by Mace Windu yeah. um, and, and a large cadre of clones and other Jedi. But a uh, really great arc in Clone Wars. Now, Commander Hauser, we see as someone who's constantly questioning Imperial authority. So from that perspective, a little, 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 patchy, on, a little patchy on me. Um, but he is very close to Cham Syndulla, who yes. is definitely a terrorist before, during, and after <laughs> the Clone Wars. Cham Syndulla is... A terrorist. So... A terrorist. Yeah. There <laughs> is no... It's, you have... You have... Well, from a certain point of view. <laughs> so Cham Syndulla is just a little bit less than Saul Guerrero. A little bit less? He's less bad. He's less bad than oh, Saul Guerrero. Oh, oh, oh. I would not... I thought you meant like less of a person. I was no, like, wow, that's no, 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 no. Saul Guerrero is definitely less of a person. <laughs> He's gotten blown up many times. Wow. <laughs> There's not much left to me now. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> yep, yep. So, um, but Hauser is a very interesting character because we see him start to throw off the inhibitor chip and start yeah. to really question what they're doing, why they're there. They came to liberate Ryloth. Now they're ruling over it, what's going on. And he actually helps save the Bad Batch and then comes out and tells the men who are all like pointing guns at the door, hey, why are we doing this? We, were, we came to protect these people and now we're oppressing them. And he gives this speech and then they arrest him. And a few other clones who decide to stand with him. So it's the beginning of what we assume to be the clone arc of, or the arc of the clone rebellion, where clones right. are going to rebel against the Empire because of the, you know, the inhibitor ship's going to start to wear off. But it's yep. going to be like a 50 50 split and just shows why they need to move away from cloning because like, the inhibitor ship doesn't really work that way. Well, and, and forever. And it shows, you know, um, one of the big points of Bad Batch was. Does the Bad Batch have inhibitor chips? And we found that they did. They did have inhibitor chips. They didn't activate, right? Because like, they were so different, genetically right. modified and different. Yeah. Right. But one of the big things was, oh, well, Crosshair's inhibitor chip must have gone off. Well, we have to go, you know, find Crosshair and get yeah. his inhib- oh, inhibitor chip out. And, right? What and a great that, story. And that goes throughout the Bad Batch. And at the end, we find out Crosshair never... His inhibitor uh-huh. chip didn't go off. He's like, oh, yeah, I got mine removed ages ago. Like, yeah, what? this is... Define like, ages. 
And this is what he decided. And so we see the contrast in clone opinions in the Bad Batch on how they're going to treat the Empire and the Republic and the Jedi. Right. And Hauser's the first of regular clones outside of the Bad Batch who weren't uh, extra genetically modified. Yes. They're all yes. genetically modified. Correct. But yes, yes. Outside of the Bad Batch and their specialties, Hauser is that first like yep. drip in the bucket of, hey, this is not the right thing to do. And the Empire's the bad guy. <clears throat> Whatever. <laughs> um, the next clone commander we have... Very interesting in comparison because of what we've seen in the Bad Batch trailer. It is, but he is, from what we know so far, definitively, the exact opposite of Hauser. Yes. Um, that may be too harsh. He's the exact opposite of, say, Jesse. Jesse is very much so, though, more of an outside-the-box kind of guy. He went along with Fives when Fives was going against Paul Krell, and he kind of helped obscure Hard Case, and to, when they... Was he even was he on the bombing run? I can't remember. He may have flown. Hmm. Fives did, hard case did, and one other person did. I can't remember. And um, anyway, Cody is this. Cody is the rule book. Yeah. Cody is the rule book. He's not a by the rule person. He is the I wrote the rules and I live by them. They yeah. and and the rules revolve around me. He is a very by the book guy. He also likes to kick droids. We see him do a lot of kicking. Like a like kick. Like it was a spin kick too. Yeah. And a just backhand. Yeah. He backhanded a droid, and we Which? see... Which? Ow. <laughs> yeah, he may have used the tip of his gun now that I think about it, but still, like, there's in many occasions in the Clone Wars where clones have run up to punch droids, and they punch them, and they're like, ah! And they yeah. hold their hand, and it's like, you're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> so he, you see the rule book, you see the rule following, and, you know, he's very clearly skilled in the form of hand-to-hand Foot to hand, hand to foot combat. <laughs> yeah. And pointing two fingers at uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Too. Immediately upon yeah. Order 66 Obi-Wan. Perfect. I've been meaning to do that. Shoot that guy, yeah. yeah I like, just gave him his he, lightsaber back. No worries. The scene in Clone Wars with Rex, it's like such hesitation. A tear falls down his eye. He, yeah. he doesn't want to do it, but he's being forced to. Cody's just like... Commit execute order sixty six. He's like, oh, I got it. Okay, yeah, cool. No hey, uh, those coordinates right now. Like, yeah. no hesitation. Yep. And uh, I think my favorite Cody episode probably um, is Hidden Enemy, where we see you know that mm. arc where we have Cody and Rex trying to figure out who the spy is, and they're like interrogating the other clones, and they're trying to figure out who turned them in, and whatever, and, and that whole scene where they he goes up into the vent. The guy goes up into the vent and, yeah. and Cody puts the blaster down and it's unloaded. Yep. And, and, or Rex, maybe Rex, Rex old boy. And they pretend like one of them goes out of the room. Right. Rex, and, Rex and goes into the vent in. while Slick comes in. Slick, and, yeah. And Cody, yep. yep. And uh, I'm pretty sure Slick breaks Rex's leg, dislocates Rex's leg. Uh, tries to, yeah. Because Cody's and, good at martial arts. Yeah. And let him do it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. And, and there's just a, a great fight there. But I love the deductive reasoning and seeing. Yeah. Cody bounce his ideas off of Rex because Rex is a very, very free-thinking person. Yeah. And so they were, there's a dichotomy between them. I think... And that worked really well. When they were together... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I was think the lose. best of Cody we see is when he's with Rex. Yeah. I think that's fairly consistent. Yeah. Um, Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> so, yeah. Also, Cody had this convenient plot armor where he was in episode three and couldn't die. <laughs> Great. Um, so between these two, I'm going to say Cody. Because I, I, we get so much more development yeah. between Cody. I think that there is a chance that when we re, when we see Hauser again, because I think we are going to see Hauser again, that Hauser could eke it out over Cody. But I, being a pro-imperial person, definitely cannot condone Hauser. Because I don't think the Imperials were the, hmm. in the wrong on Ryloth. But I, I understand Hauser. Oh, so you like slavery. There was no slave labor there. They were slave labor after they rebelled and started, like, blowing up people and rallying behind Champs and Dula, who was a terrorist. So conditional slavery. I would neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, just trying to make you out to be a bad person. Um, <laughs> Cody, well, now I've just said if you like Cody, you like slavery. Uh, <laughs> I've really dug myself in the hole. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I think I'll seed. I think... Um, I think I'll go with Cody. I like Hauser a lot, but we've had such a history of 
seeing Cody throughout the Clone Wars, throughout Episode Three, like I and I think, despite the instantaneous rebellion, yeah, you know, I, I, hesitation was not a thing yeah. in, in Episode Three, right? We didn't see anyone hesitate, and then I think that's the difference in Clone Wars and some creative liberties they took was I don't think the idea of hesitation existed in George Lucas's Revenge of the Sith, right? No. I think it was. I think it was more a. It wasn't a decision whatsoever. You couldn't right resist. Well, I think too. If you know, if you maybe in the scene we have, if you had panned down, maybe on uh, Cody a little bit, he might have had the Arthur hand going on with the other hand at his point. <laughs> sure. You never sure. know how yeah. they could redo it where he's. You know, maybe he is shaking when he does yeah. it. But yeah, we'll like you see. Said, you know, I think that'll be interesting to see in Bad Batch right. because I think that we have to get some emotion from him. So I think that will be very interesting. And I think, for you know, partly for what we see, and I think partly for the potential that Cody has, I think I'll go with you and I'll, I'll put Cody... Right. And I, another thing that I do want to point out with the inhibitor chip working, it's based on the genetic purity to the original Django Fett DNA, right? Like 99 point whatever percent yeah. towards Django. And historically... Cody is really super close to Jango Fett, and if the inhibitor well, chip was designed for yeah. the original DNA, it would make sense that the inhibitor chip would be yeah. almost infallible on yeah. Cody, versus well, maybe like a Hauser, who's maybe drifted farther away. Yeah, Cody definitely had a lot of strong DNA connection. Yeah. We see him early on, and you know, achieving the rank of commander early on in the Clone Wars was pretty much reserved for the best of those that fought and those who were in genosis and survived right because not a lot of people survived genosis that's true uh so the next one that we get and i, I don't we, even should we have we didn't even talk about delta squad we didn't I, even it's well fine. it's that's fine eh. yeah but until they become more canonized because that gets into too much of legends you have to boss i think it would just be boss because yeah. boss is the commander yeah. you play as him yeah i mean we do see them right we see all four of them and we have scorch now in mount tantus but yeah. i think yeah, we get into some, some we'll leave muddy water. We'll leave them there. We have an even number, leave it alone. <laughs> it's boss versus boss. You just Fox. don't want me to boss. mess up your already terrible bracket. That's right, exactly. So the next comparison we have is between, what I'm going to come out and say is, two of our top three. I think I think it's yeah. safe to say these yeah. are these two characters are our number one and our number two or our number three, respectively. Yeah. Um, and this character in particular... It's no dead giveaway. I think this is our favorite character. Yeah, we just say it. it this is our favorite. It's Commander we, Fox. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> no, it is Commander Captain Jar Jar. General Jar Jar. General Jar Jar. And he doesn't count. because Representative Binks. My <laughs> oh, bad. Ouch. No, it, it's it's Captain Rex. Captain Rex. Also known as, uh, you know, Commander Rex. as Commander Rex in the seventh season. Um, but Captain Rex, they're... I can't really... Commander Captain Rex. I don't even really know what to say about Captain Rex because The Clone Wars is the developmental story with one of the pivotal characters being Captain Rex. Captain Rex, Ahsoka Tano, and Anakin and Obi-Wan. I mean, that's it's their story, essentially. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, sure. There are so many high points of Rex. I think if I had to... I mean, the scene where I mean, Order 66 for Rex sticks yep. out, right? Where yep. he actually resists... That's a huge deal. And he tells her to find fives, right? Find fives, find him fives. Uh, and that gives Ahsoka the clue about the inhibitor chips that she yep. needs to know. I mean, uh, Rex's love for his men, yep. where he he's trying to save fives. Yeah. He tried to save him, and so did Anakin. Yep. We get we get so much from Rex, and he truly is a pivotal part of the show. Yeah. You're correct. And we see him from the very beginning on Christophsis with the uh, Crystal City whether it's the Clone Wars episodes, whether it's on um, Teth, on the Clone Wars movie. We see him all throughout. And we see him very connected to some of the first clones that we interact with in um, timeline order of Domino Squad, right? Rex and Cody are very connected to Domino Squad. And Domino Squad becomes part of the 501st. Like, that's part of that story, right? Echo and Fives and... and I guess heavy honorarily, but like um, they become part of the 501st. What's yep. the 501st? It's Rex's Legion, right? Of the best arcs, what what are the commonalities? Umbara arc, Rex. Uh, you have the Order 66 arc in Season 7, Rex. Rex. You have 
the arc where fives is figuring out about the inhibitor chips. Fives. Fives oh, and Rex, <laughs> right? Like you have That's his men. Yeah, you Those have the battle on Genosis landing at Point Rain, Rex. Like it, it it's a common it's such a common theme throughout. If if Rex is not your favorite clone commander, I really need to know why. It, yeah. It's just and and part of it's unfair, right? Because he gets yeah, he the gets, most character development. Gets the like, spotlight. It's it's definitely an unfair fight. I think actually, I think I can pinpoint one of my favorite just episodes and Rex arcs. I think is in the seventh season, not even Order sixty six. It seems like a cheap answer. It is. I guess it's in the arc. It's in the arc. Sorry, no, it's in the Bad Batch arc because oh, okay, sure. When they rest, what? You know, obviously, spoiler. We've said this many times, yeah. but when Echo's still alive. Yeah. And he, he asks oh. Anakin to trust him. And he looks at the picture, and it's him, Fives, Echo, and he's looking at his friends, who are now gone, and he's thinking about it. And you can really see uh, the toll war has taken on him. Yeah. And just watching it, um, him have the hope that his friend is alive is incredible. And the things he does, he works with Bad Batch, even though he thinks they suck. <laughs> um, he, I mean, gets into confrontation with them. But he ultimately works with them because he wants to find his friend. He wants to do it. He wants to save Echo. He believes he's there. And you can see the bond between him and, and Anakin where Anakin, you know, how many times did Rex trust you? When, you know, when Anakin's talking with Padme, she asks, right, how many times did did Rex trust you? And he says, all the time, right? She says, well, you got to yeah. trust him. He's like, I, you're right. I do. He, I, yep. I do trust him. And so essentially, I just, I love seeing that realism and, and that's yeah. where it's unfair right that's well, where it's unfair because you get that that really close perspective on and, rex and throw it back to umbara right rex balances this dichotomy of loyalty to his commanding officer and loyalty to his troops well right and he follows his commander up to the point where even to a fault up to the point where he decides you've become unreasonable. I have to look out for right. my men. Well, and the other aspect of that is that when they were writing that arc, they were going to have Rex kill Krell, and then they, they didn't. Um, and that's ultimately why um, Tup was there as the, as the sure. fall person for that, because Tup was the one who was betrayed, but they did not want Rex to kill a Jedi. Yeah. They didn't want Rex to do it. And you see yeah. Rex is shaking... He can't control himself. He's very upset by it, and so they have, and so they have Tup take out Crow. Yeah. Um. And and that's great. Now, this is why it's unfair, and this is why my bracket sucks because absolutely one hundred percent, um, the next clone on the list is my number two. I can say that definitively. He's my number two. And also on Rex, I want to point out we didn't even point out the, his Rebels arc, which is also fantastic. But yeah. Um. And. His whole making peace with the, the Clone Wars. Um, and Kanan. Yep. But Commander Wolf yeah. is my number two. I don't know. He might be your number I'll three. I'll go with you on number two. Number two. I, I mean, I'll go with you there. Commander Wolf is Plo Koon's Jedi. He's so dope. He is amazing. He has modified uh, phase two armor. Where did I rank Plo Koon on my Jedi list? It wasn't high enough. It wasn't high I don't even remember where. It could have been number two. It, it wasn't, wasn't number enough. one, and that's, what's, that's what matters. But um, Plo Koon... Again, where the clone commanders reflect their Jedi generals. Yep. This is where we see Wolf reflects Plo Koon. Yeah. And oh my gosh, in Legends we actually see that Wolf feels unbelievably terrible about killing. He doesn't personally kill Plo Koon in Order 66, right. but he feels just horrible about it because Plo Koon was such a good commander to them that they could, I mean, they couldn't cope with the fact that they killed him and that they were involved yeah. in the plot to kill him because well, Plo Koon cared about his men even more if not if not the exact same possibly more than Anakin and you see that right you see from the very beginning before yep. Anakin even talks about his men Plo Koon has that whole arc with the malevolence where he says like you know the, the clones are talking about oh well sir you could you know you could just leave us we're not important you can leave us behind we're just clones and he says no you're not just clones yeah like, you are living beings and your lives matter. And that's from the start. We're made to be expendable, sir. Not to me. Right. It, it, it's a very it's a very emotional beginning. Yeah. And it's and it's great. I love it. So it is. 
Um, so we see that from Plo Koon. And like you said, Wolf is a reflection of Plo Koon in a lot of ways, right? And we see Wolf throughout the Clone Wars on various missions just be a a quiet... I don't think we... You know, we don't have a whole lot of like... He's not a loud person. He's not yeah. a very... Um, he's missing an eye, which is cool Dramatic too. clone. Right. He is missing an eye. That's really dope. Um, I mean, probably not for him, but it looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a... He has a helmet. I'm yeah, sure it yeah, helps. It's, it's, you know, it's the age of cyborgs. It's fine. Yeah. Free upgrades. Upgrades, people. Upgrades. upgrades um, people. So yeah. So Wolf is really cool. I You know... what. I would I would agree that he's probably second on my list. So, yeah. so let's do this. Um, which two do we not want on our top ten? I'm thinking we take off Nio, Nio, and Colt. Yeah, Nio and Colt. So. I think Nio and Colt are gone. I think it's it's Rex at the top. No, 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 no. We got to start at the bottom. We got to leave the top as a surprise. Well, they already know. <laughs> no, they don't. They're not gonna know. How are okay. they gonna know? Start at the bottom. So I think, you know, like we said, so Colt, Nile, honorable mentions, but they're not going to be on our top 10 list. Yeah, they're gone. <clears throat> I think my number 10 would be Pons. Yeah, you agree? I agree. All I right. agree with that. I think Pons is cool, um, but I, I think he's number 10. Yeah, he's number 10. I think number nine. My number nine is Oddball. Oh, man. I, I gotta, I'm going to put Oddball below. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with Oddball. Yeah. I'd go with Oddball. Um, I think for eight, I want to, I want to agree on the top 10 together. So, so oh, you want to agree on the top 10? Yeah. You want to reach like a, a, a compromise? A consensus. I didn't realize that that was the case. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so the, you're not, you're not going to agree with me and we're going to have to, we're going to have to yank it down because I think for me, I would go Cody. I'd go Cody as three. Jesse. Oh yeah. And put him way up there. Then Hauser, I just think he's got potential, and that is purely given the fact that he's not—he's not—he's uh, not finished, and yeah. that's cool to yeah. me. You know, it's kind of sad that the story of some of the other clones is written already, and then it, it's done, right? Like, there, there's not more Bly. Yeah, there's not more Bly. There's not more. Well, yeah, there's yeah. probably not more Bly. Yeah, unless it, we get a book. Right. Probably not more Bly. Probably not more Gree. Definitely right. not more Gree post episode three. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> so. um... All right, so my number 10, your number 10, we'll go with Pawns. My number 9, your number 9, I'm with you. Let's go Oddball. Yeah, so we're, we're good here, we're good here. I'll go I'll go 8. I'll go Gregor for 8. I I, I I like him, but he gets a little weird and crazy. Yes, and that's the thing. He gets straight crazy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> For me... 7, I would say, would be Gray. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I would agree with that. I actually think I might be with you on this. I think six as Bly, that it, puts Hauser at five, Jesse at four, Cody at three, Wolf at two, Rex at one. And and here's here's why I say with Bly where he is, I would put Bly in number six only because, right, we get with Hauser, we get this close-up view. I would reverse them, but we get this close-up view with Hauser, yeah. and his story I don't think is done. If we got no more Hauser content, he will fall. Yeah. He would fall no, on I'm this list, you. I think. Yeah. Um, and Bly would definitely overtake him. Maybe even Gree. If we got no more yeah. Hauser. But like, there's so much potential with him to be this figurehead for the Clone Rebellion. I don't think the figurehead can be Wolf, Gregor, or Rex. Rex. Because mm. the Empire would hunt them if they were the, the ones that really started this rebellion. So I think that's where hauser has this really i want to say like romantic view in my head because i feel yeah. like he's going to be this pivotal character later and, and and he and and you're correct in that he does not have the plot armor like a lot of yes, these guys do correct he could die for it he could he will die for it he well he he's not with rex and gregor and wolf <laughs> so he probably does yeah yeah so all right so our official top 10 list from 10 to 1 well Let's start with number 1,200,000 and many more placements <laughs> below on the way. Yes. Commander Fox. Commander Fox. The worst clone in the history of clone troopers. Correct. Traitor to his brothers. Besides, Ow. ooh, ooh. Maybe, I'm trying to think, like, what about, like, the actual clone traitor? Like Slick? Like Slick. That's no, I hate Fox more. Because <laughs> Slick's just mad at the Jedi. But he blows up the yeah. He, blows, I mean, he hurts he, some clones, but it's <laughs> but but we we see so much. 
we see so much of Fives, and Fives is such an instrumental character. You know, I, I think that I think that I hate Fox more than I hate, hate Slick. I think <laughs> I don't know if Fox I would say I worst. would put Fox below the actual traitor, but it's the one and two. No, I would <laughs> one and two at the bottom. Fox is my least. Anyway, number ten, Commander Pons. Number nine, Commander Oddball. Number eight, Gregor. Number seven, Commander Gray. Number six, Commander Bly. Number five, Commander Hauser. Number four, Acting Commander Jesse. <laughs> number three, Commander Cody. Number two, Commander Wolf. And number one, Commander Captain Rex. Correct. One um, B, Commander Ahsoka Tano. Let us. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I can do open forum down below, but yeah. uh, I will do a little survey down below if you think we did a good job ranking it. And uh, overall, whether or not you enjoyed this form of episode, you know, we like doing these ranking ones. Yeah, and, they're fun. Uh, we seem to see from our analytics that you like the ranking episodes too, which is important to us. So let yeah. us know down below in the survey on Spotify whether or not you actually really do like these this episode Yeah, and this, this format. You can find us on other platforms as well. So right now we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Amazon Music, and I think Audible or Amazon Podcasts and Audible. Yes. We're on Anchor, we're on CastBox. So yeah, wherever you get your podcasts, you know, obviously you're here today. Great, look us up. Uh, if you recommend us to a friend, um, you know, any of those that we just listed, we're available on. We really enjoyed today's episode. We hope you did as well. Look forward to seeing you next week, and uh, until then, have a good one. Thanks, everyone.